0: We ER, are Vaccine Information Coalition, and you're listening to Progressive Radio Network, the most listened to commercial free and truth radio program in the world. My name is Renee, and the, child of, the title of our show is What in the Cell Is Going On? We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, which can be accessed live on the PRN.live website, or you can also call in live at 641 793 7091. And I'll be explaining at the end of the show how we can watch it later for people that aren't on live. We once again have uh, Dr. True. Are you there, sir?
1: Yes. Hi, Renee. Good morning. Or afternoon, as the case may be.
0: (laughs) Good afternoon. And I did announce last week, Dr. True, that we kind of got cut off because we only have, you know, 53, 55 minutes max. And I know we were in the middle of... Discussion, some new uh, revelation you've been given on this goldback.com. So I kind of wanted to finish that subject if we can, uh, to make sure everyone's totally aware of what you're discovering.
1: Well, yeah, I I appreciate that. It's not really a discovery uh, per se on me. It's it's a uh, just understanding our own history, history of this great country. And I, as you know, I just I just love history. Thing with uh, going back and and touching old things that have historical content, and as such, you know, I call me call me old-fashioned, okay, or call me a little bit eccentric. I've been called all those things, by the way, mm-hmm. by individuals who have an agenda. I do not have an agenda. I just want to. My my agenda, if there is one, is to basically live free and make sure that my family and children enjoy all the benefits of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, that's all that really matters, anyway. When we have our discussions on what in the cell is happening as far as the vaccination toxins, that's all part of living healthy and living free, all right? It it ties into Scripture, without a doubt. The Scriptures talk about the merchants of the earth, the... The Radonites, as we we know them to be, the merchants of Babylon, and by means of pharmakia or sorcery are all the nations of the earth deceived. Now, that's most definitely happening, and you know better than anybody what happens when little children, you know, get toxified with this and and end up dying in in their parents' arms. Mm -hmm. That's a tragedy. It's wrong in any sense and shape of the word. But why are they doing this? See, the big picture is okay, what's, what is, their, what is their, their agenda all about? It's about money, it's about controlling the wealth of the world. Because we read in the scripture also that it's the love of that money that is indeed the root of all evil
0: of all evil but love of money it took me a while to to understand that at the very beginning when father you know called me out to do what i'm doing for him now after casey died i literally didn't like money because <laughs> i was thinking that was what was evil but then he revealed to me baby girl it's the love of money when you make money your god and that's something we don't want to do. we're supposed to have power love and sound mind and trust in our creator the universe so i'm just excited to Give people an option when we all know that, that we're headed in the direction of having a cashless system. And although I don't worry about that stuff because I know my yah is going to provide for me in every way, um, but I, I, I'm really excited to possibly have an avenue for people when they do take cash away, which we know it's going to happen whether it's next year or next week, next tomorrow for that matter. We all know it's in that direction. So I'm real excited to maybe have an avenue for people to have something to lean back on, and I know you have that wisdom. So I just want you to definitely encourage people that there are answers if that happens.
1: Actually, as I explained to you, I started out in this in this arena. First of all, I graduated from the university in Phillipa County. I went on to be, you know, to basically be an auditor, and then went into child into chartered financial consultant chfc designation so i've been i've been talking to about what is sound money since 1984 actually okay i, I think i explained on the show last week but my experience was with paul volcker in new york city in 1984 so it was just totally changed my paradigm of understanding of what money is and so i i really want to focus on those who are listening to, have, to, to give you a definition of, of money versus currency. Can we do that? Yes, please. Because people think, if you ask 100 people in the in the shopping mall, as I've done in, in years past, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, what is money? And they'll look at you like you've fallen off the turnip truck. Mm-hmm. And they proceed to, well, this is money, and they show, show me their Federal Reserve note, Dollar bills and currency—that's their money. That's not money. That's currency. I keep—I explain. You haven't defined what money is. You just showed me your currency, and they all look at me like, "Well, currency is the same as money." That's the fundamental problem. It is not the same. We got to use the right language. Let's define what currency is. Currency is what. The, whoever is in charge and control of the country, whether it's ancient Rome, whether it's our Congress or Senate, it's, it's what they allow to be used in to, to exchange goods and services. Uh, the definition of currency is uh, it's universal. A uh, $1 bill is the same value in, in your purse or your wallet. As it's, in, it's in my back pocket with a $20 or $100 bill. It's the same to everybody. Okay. That's the first definition of what's needed for currency. Is it sanctioned and, and controlled by the, the every state or province? The case may be, yes, it's recognized that way. That's another definition of currency. And so there, there's a term called being fungible. Fungible is really that it's universally recognized by everybody as being the same value, whether it's a a merchant or a banker or a consumer or a storefront. You see what I'm saying? Everybody recognizes that. That means it's fungible and it's exchangeable. That's the definition of currency. What is missing in the definition of currency versus money, money is all those same things except for one most important thing, It is a harbor of value. It retains its value over all time, uh, months, years, decades, centuries. Do you understand the difference? Mm -hmm. So money is simply uh, a storehouse of wealth. It keeps your wealth intact. That's what money is. We read again the scriptures that, that... the only thing that's, you know, ordained is gold, which is a hob in the in the Old Testament, as being actual money, and silver, kasaf. Those two things have been ordained by our Creator to be money, nothing else. You can't have a bushel of wheat be money, because... If you store it, it'll probably turn bad and turn worthless over time. You you do that with a gold coin or a silver coin, it retains its value as a storehouse of wealth all the way through history. So people get to, have got to understand the difference between money and currency. Now, going back in the history books and turning back the pages of our founding fathers and what they experienced leading up As they forged this nation, this republic—and not a democracy, by the way—a republic of the people, by the people, for the people, they established in the year 1792 a sound money act. It's called the Coinage Act of 1792, where they understood the importance of, of setting a standard as to what constitutes legal money, and that's gold. In the higher in the higher values, an ounce of gold is set at a certain value, and a silver dollar, patterned after the Spanish silver dollar, which was the king of barter through the colonies, you know, and the British pound sterling, right? All of these things imitate the uh, Spanish silver dollar. That became the basis of what is known as sound money. In fact, the definition of money. Money is really gold and silver, as ordained by our Creator. That's right. And I said last week, let me repeat it again, no man can make gold. No man can make silver. Mm-hmm. The miracle of that creation is from our Creator who made us made this world we live in. And that's why it's ordained to be a storehouse of wealth. It's an honest weight and measure of a person's labor. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Okay? So if you understand that, then you see how we have devolved over time to just ignore the seventeen ninety two coinage act. All right? And the the really the really harmful thing that happened after the assassination of John F. Kennedy, Lyndon Baines Johnson is instituted and signed basically gutted out the 1792 coinage act that was in my opinion an act of high treason absolutely high treason why because the 1792 coinage act itself could not be repealed it was a basic foundation of our republic and it says in the 1792 coinage act anybody that that the that currency makes it look makes it no longer 90 percent silver is guilty of death. It's a death penalty. It's, it's a crime against the, the Republic. It's traitorous. LBJ should have been arraigned, in my opinion, brought under high treason criminal charges and mm-hmm. if found guilty, hung by the neck until dead. Mm-hmm. That's how important this foundation is to our Republic, Renee. Yep. I can't overemphasize that enough because we've gone so far downhill we see this happening under LBJ in 1965, the coinage, the dimes, the quarters, the half dollars uh, were all put in with some D-based zinc and, co- and copper base, very much uh, a counterfeit slug. So Americans began to realize, wait a minute, I'm going to start hoarding these things because they're, they're the real store of value. It's real money. You the definition of money is it holds its value. Mm-hmm. You see? And so, well, they began just to pump out more and more of these slugs, and, and people started to accept them over time. little whittled away the next generation came up, and, oh, well, it still buys me a candy bar at the store. It's okay, right? At the same time, they were doing the same, same thing with the, with the paper currency. Let's look at that. The paper currency, back originally in, in the year 1913, the private banks all gathered together and say, you know, we need to consolidate all these state banks. We need to have one overarching umbrella. And so we'll have these member state banks sign off and become the group of banks called the Federal Reserve. And so they they issued, they, they did... Uh, They did their own corporate charter. The Federal Reserve banking system is not a part of the United States government. Mm -hmm. It's a private group of private banks, international bankers, actually, and it's a for-profit corporation. It's like, okay, what's in the name? Well, Federal Federal Reserve is no more federal, and Federal Express is federal. Okay, And when you start to realize that, you say, well, how, how, wait, wait, wait a minute. Didn't they, didn't they do a service, and aren't they tied in to the United States Treasury? Mm-hmm. Yes, they are tied in, but they don't, they're not owned and controlled by our federal government. They have a contract to supply what? Paper currency. They print the currency. The U.S. Treasury and in our, in our government issues bonds. And go into debt to this private corporation. See, people talk all the time. Well, look at this. Look at this national debt. It's in the trillions of dollars. I can't even fathom. They say trillions of dollars, let alone a billion dollars. Well, mm-hmm. so, and I kept asking people in the street, who do we owe the national debt to? Who owns our debt?
0: All right, I'm the ones that like. have the $1.21 quadrillion, I was told, by the gentleman that set up our ministries. <laughs> that was a number that totally threw me off. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: how much is, how much is enough? They, they already, <laughs> the wealth is so ama- amazing, it's not about wealth any longer, ladies and gentlemen. It's about control. It's about keeping people enslaved. Okay. Yeah. That's what their agenda is, these Rodinite bankers. You know, it's amazing. This is all outlined in, by John the Revelator when he's had his vision on the island of Patmos. It's the book of Revelation. Right. You understand that part of it, suddenly everything starts to make sense, at least it does for me personally. Mm-hmm. Because it tells me that I better get right with my Creator if I really want to be free. That's right. You see. So we have to understand, actually, we. You and me and everybody listening to this broadcast, every person listening has got to understand what has happened to us, that an enemy of Yah has done this. This is, this is not by accident. This is by design, okay, to attack our Creator and to undermine His disciples, those who want to be one with Him. So you've got to understand how important is this is. Uh, I, I don't think there's anything more important to really get a handle on, especially in this day and age. We can we can talk about the dangers of vaccination. That's important. We can understand, try to understand the toxicities of of our food supply. That's all important. But at the end of the day, you better be free from the cycles of debt and usury, because that's what they're really. That's their that's their main focus. That's the enemy's main focus, Renee. All right? The other things are appendages to that. Mm-hmm. So what, what are the answers? Well, our Creator has made the answers available through Zahab, the, the name for gold. Mm-hmm. Zahab is, in the, in the original Hebrew, is composed of three Hebrew letters, and it just simply means to, to look with reverence. And yeah, you can use the word fear. Fear and reverence and awe for he who was pierced for our transgressions and coming from the house of bread or Bethlehem. The covenant of our coming, uh, the Savior, and his coming from Bethlehem. It was given to the children of Abraham, for heaven's sakes. The very word, Zahab. That's what it means. So money in the form of gold is not inherently evil. It's a covenant. It's a shining metal, and guess what else? It's incorruptible. Well, it's amazing, purified. You know, we talk, the scriptures talk in parable about the refiner's fire, about people having to come through and be purified. Well, that's the same way gold is purified. To reach its purity point, highest ninety nine point nine nine percent, twenty four karat gold, you go through a series of refining fires, and when it's purified in that point, it's it's eternal. It never, its glory never dies. It shines bright all the time. And you cannot destroy it. It's immortal.
0: You realize That's right. That, I remember right? when you brought this to me, I asked you about the disinfectant of it because obviously the what they're going to, you know, promote to get rid of the cash system is going to be the whole COVID hooks they're doing and what to say they're not going to do it with the gold and the silver, you know what I'm saying? And you said to me that, These metals from our creator, they disinfect themselves, and that was huge to me to understand. So explain that, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, see, that's what I've done for years and years in my company, Mother Earth Minerals. Some of our best-selling minerals are the minerals silver and gold. And, you know, what's funny is how we produce silver is by using a silver-purified American Eagle coin that's how we produce it and we also produce gold with a pure quality gold eagle okay and there's medicinal qualities to these things we know this silver is broad spectrum antibiotic so is so is gold bacteria cannot survive in that medium or upon that medium do you know that Mm -hmm. it's a it's amazing um I get, I get a kick out of some of these commercials, uh, antibacterial sprays or what have you, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, they kill 99% of all bacteria and viruses. Well, ridiculous. Right. Viruses aren't even living, so why you have to kill them, okay? It's well-documented. Viruses are just simply uh, fragments of dead cells, RNA material with a protein sheet. They're not living. They don't need to be killed. They're already dead right but bacteria, it's all based on
0: your cellular terrain like you and i teach on many shows it's all about how strong are your cells how clean how healthy is your body to be exposed and not be affected by whatever's coming at you so it's all about exactly. the strength of your cellular terrain as well i mean it's it's, it's so it just yeah. ties into everything else we teach
1: we got back you know bacteria as a problem mycoplasma which is a book uh, a lab-created blend between a fungi and a bacteria, this is what's causing our, our sicknesses. Viruses are just a, just a scapegoat. They're so, they're so tiny, they can't even be seen. So most most practitioners say, oh, it's got to be a virus if I've got it. No, it's a and fungi blended up with that. But it's still another topic for another show. We've done these shows before. But going back to so the the gold is is medicinal, the qualities are powerful. And also, here's another thing about about gold. Everything in the periodic table, whether it's gold, silver, copper, zinc, all the minerals we have in our mother earth minerals line up, right? They are they do their work because of their their specific hertz frequency signature and what it does to the the cell and the cellular terrain, the cellular work, all right? What was amazing to me in my work with Dr. Pauling in the early 90s was understanding the frequency of gold itself. Amazing, amazing parallels here. You know, there are, there's nothing more powerful, and even the scriptures talk about that our Creator is love. We create by making love, right? We we, as human beings, and even the animal kingdom, it's love is the governing frequency. And so there's people that have actually said, well, God is love. Well, yeah, God is love. It's that frequency of energy. The, the, freak, the most powerful moving force in the universe, Renee, is a mother's pure love for her newborn child. I mean, whatever happens, it's a miracle in the, in the mother's endocrine system. When that new baby is placed on her breast for the first time, was. there's a bonding.
0: Yeah, I didn't know what yeah. love was until I had my first child. Yep.
1: There you have it. And that bonding causes something. I mean, there's no, there's no more dangerous animal in the world than a, a moose mother protecting her, her calf or a grizzly bear mother protecting her grizzly cub. Not, I mean, power like you haven't ever seen before comes into play. And it's the same with the human being. There are stories after story of, of mothers getting adrenaline rushes and almost superhuman strength. to even tear apart seatbelts, for heaven's sakes, to get to save their child. child. There's something very incredible in the human mother-child bond. Now, here's what I'm getting at. That energy, that frequency of pure love Matches identically the frequency of Zahab or gold. Mm. Isn't that just amazing?
0: It is, wow.
1: Yeah. The love, the love of money, the love of gold is root of all evil, you see. Mm-hmm. Not the, the, that gold is the frequency of love. You mm. see how, how the adversary twists that? You become an, uh, an idolater to, to, to have a, a greed to drive you where mm-hmm. you don't even recognize that the gold itself is our creator's most powerful force of love.
0: Right. That's right. And he's a very jealous. Yeah. I mean, he, he doesn't like any other idols before him. So obviously, if you have a love of money as your God, then that's going to be totally defiant against our creator.
1: The root of all evil. It couldn't have been said better. Mm-hmm. And that's what we look at when you see these Rodonite uh, banking cartel, these bankers, right, that have mm-hmm. have taken away the people's ability to understand and to use the hob, gold, and silver as their money, the medium of exchange. Mm-hmm. And instead, they've got the, everybody programmed to believe, oh, my goodness, electronic widget, electronic wire, I get, I get, I, 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 punch my time clock. I go to my, I go to my job. My just over broke J O B and I get paid and I get mm-hmm. transferred uh, electronic digits into my bank account. That's money now too. Oh my goodness. I can have a debit card and I go around and buy anything I want. I can buy my gasoline and buy my food. And at the end of the day, I can't, I'm not making ends meet. I have to work another job or find another way to to make more of these electronic currencies to make it fit. Or I get a paycheck, a piece of paper which is simply signed in an IOU that I can take to my bank and cash it and put it into my bank account and use my debit cards against it. That's that's my currency. See. A check is not money. A check is a form of currency. It's an IOU promising to pay. But you've got to take that check and somehow deposit it, either electronically or physically in a bank account. Am I wrong on that?
0: Absolutely. That's how the world is today. Hey, yeah.
1: You have to have it. But in no way, shape, and form over the last 30, 40, 50 years, people realize that all the banks have ever been is a repository for Zahab and your silver. Mm. Think about it. It's tough to carry around gold coins in your pocket or, or a bunch of silver dollars, right? Mm. So the honest banking system was established in the state banks to be a repository for that heavy, the heavy sound money. And they can just go around and say, well, okay, uh, the Federal Reserve in 1913 up until 1934-35 issued what's called gold certificates and or silver certificates. They look the same. It has Andrew Jackson on the 20, right? Mm-hmm. It, but you see it closely. Read the language, and it says this piece of paper is redeemable on demand in gold, or in the case of silver, lawful money, they called silver lawful money, okay for years and years mm. i have I have some of these old certificates. I have one fifty with President Grant on it. it says right on it, redeemable in fifty dollar gold piece at the Federal Reserve Bank or any member bank right there. Yeah. what happened to that well <laughs> It's still a contract, and that's what people were using. Well, okay, and they could. Oh, you want to you want to have some gold? Well, take the take your fifties or your hundreds in, and you'll get the equivalent gold. And for years and years, that was fine. But over over a generation, it became suddenly. Oh my goodness! They found out that they can print. Main they meaning the Federal Reserve branches that print out through what's called fractional reserves literally 10 to 15 times more, more bills, more IOUs, than they actually had gold in the bank vaults. Because they realized not everybody's going to come all at once and take all their gold out. You see? And so as they expand out the money supply, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sorry, the currency supply, while keeping the money supply intact, then it began to be even even greater exponential fraud. There's, a, there's two words for this. It's called constructive fraud. That's what's happened here. So look what look we see we see what happened under LBJ in 1964. The final final straw was really the the debatching of the coinage, making the Dimes and the quarters were worthless, basically, and and as their pure money silver content is concerned. And then we see the final straw happening in 1971 under Richard Milhouse Nixon. President Nixon signed the the legislation, taking the Federal Reserve note completely off of any bank any backing by gold. And why did he do that? Talk about history. Well, because our our allies, especially France, and uh, the, the French uh, President de Gaulle began to realize, hey, wait a minute, there's a whole lot more Federal Reserve notes circulating internationally than this could ever have gold supply to cover it. And so, in fact, de Gaulle ordered uh, uh, the bundling of all of the... France's Federal Reserve notes and, and brought it, and they brought it over by ship with gunships. We want the gold for these reserve notes. That's what happened. So Nixon said, well, because of this, we're not going to bind it to gold anymore. We have nothing but the, the protection racket of the federal government to protect us and, and pay for the war in Vietnam and all this other stuff that was be- piling up debt. Wars do that. And see from then on, where's our gold? Well, it's been siphoned off to the araite bankers. They wanted the gold from the beginning. Wow. All right? So where are we now? The whole secret of inflation is that there are there is too much paper currency. In circulation, and because it's so, there's so much of it that the buying power of it has whittled away. That's what happens with every fiat currency in the history of mankind. Fiat being a, a word, just meaning, the a Latin word meaning by government decree. It's all that the, the, these banknotes are. They're pieces of paper. They're fiat. In other words, the government has said this is legal tender. It'll pay pay for public. Consumption, it's currency by a government decree, you see. Mm-hmm. But it's not Zahab, it's not gold, it's not money. Right? So there's, there's um, a new technology, it's called Goldback. You can go to goldback.com, goldback.com. And you can see pictures of, the, of it. It's not currency, it's money. It's not backed by gold, you see. These things are gold. Let me repeat that. It's not paper backed by gold. These instruments are literal, physical gold. Uh, the one, one unit, one gold-backed unit is one one-thousandth of an troy ounce of 99.9% pure 24 karat gold. Wow. You can actually melt those, Rene, and get one one-thousandth of an ounce out of it. That's It's it's in the technology. So a five-gold five, five gold bag unit is five one-thousandth of, of an ounce or one two-hundredth of an ounce, each five. Note all the way to the 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 fifty gold back instrument is one twentieth of an ounce of pure gold. Everything is evenly divisible. Five, five, one gold back equal to five by weight of gold. okay, two fives equal a ten. okay, two. Three, twenty-five equals twenty-five, etc., and up to fifty. There's ones, fives, tens, twenty-fives, and fifties. And that's really all you need to know, right there in a, in a nutshell. <laughs> it is gold you can physically own and use
0: as money. Now that's a
1: revolution.
0: That is. So are you just advising people to go directly to the website and just purchase with any extra money no. they have to purchase this gold? Or are we going to be offering it? What is the setup as far as accessing and for our audience to get to obtain this gold?
1: Yeah, you, the, the goldback.com, and that's goldback singular. If you do goldback, that's not going to work. Goldback.com, that's an information Website only. I'll give you the information you need. You have to go through a certified dealer. In this case, I am that person. You are my representative, and you can. So people can call you and and order it. Here's mm-hmm. the thing, and this is this is what's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. I I I just laugh when I see this. I think of, I I feel like I'm ripping people off by by. <laughs> Taking when I when I when when somebody if I take the gold back, and people give me, you know, they they take their their paper currency. I mean, that is just absolutely. I think the company's being ripped off by doing that. It's just that, but you have to you have to change it. You know, you can't write a check you have to have actual exchange of currency versus into these goldbacks. So that's the kicker. It has to be done by, by a wire transfer or by physical, you know, exchange of the currency for the money. That's the only kicker with this because of of the nature of it. Okay. So what has to happen to get this, uh, you know, heavy on the East coast or throughout the whole country, it's, it's growing by leaps and bounds here in Utah and neighboring states. Utah, Nevada, Wyoming have their own issues. You'll see that on the website, their own their own artwork. New Hampshire has it on the East Coast. Okay, so you can order these, and there it doesn't matter what state they're in. You have physical gold in your possession by holding these notes. These I shouldn't even say notes are not a note payable. It's actual money bill. Even the word bill is wrong. <laughs> the bill is a, is a marker for a note payable. <laughs> see, how, see how our, our language is, has been become messed up with, with mm-hmm. currency versus money? Mm-hmm. They, they are units of exchange. That's the best way to use it. Call them units of exchange. Oh, yeah. It, you have to change your whole language even to do this. So... What if people are interested? I would say call you, Renee. Um, get some. You start out if you want to start out small, see if that works. You can actually go on, even there's 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 like bullion people selling online, selling these these gold backs now online at a at a quite a steep markup, actually. But through our through our group, uh, we'll get them at, at the very least. The very most you'll pay is the average exchange rate. In other words, you go on to goldback.com, you'll see as of 1030 Mountain Standard Time what the exchange rate is for that day. And it does fluctuate because the price of gold fluctuates, you see. It's not, it's not static. does not remain the same. It will go up and, and possibly down, depending on what gold does, and the rate of spot. Because keep in mind, you're buying gold. When this was first introduced in, in 2019, it was very close to uh, two, two United States Federal Reserve notes for one gold back. It was a two-to-one ratio. But just in the last four years, we see it it's pretty much double. So it takes almost four US dollars, Federal Reserve notes, to be exchanged for one gold back unit. The gold back hasn't changed. The gold in it hasn't changed. But what has changed is the buying power of the currency, of the paper note, you see. People aren't really buying anything, they're just exchanging real money for, for currency. That makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. So if someone called me and they had $10, they would get me the $10 via Zelle. I take payments through Zelle or, you know, go deposit my Wells Fargo bank. And then I would purchase the gold, the actual physical gold through you to give them for the exchange of their $10 bill.
1: Yes. Or once you get if you can wire it or Zelle, whatever, the, whatever electronic means, at the end of the day, I have to present to gold back office the currency. I have to, as that's my contract with them as a dealer. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna to have to put it into the worthless piece of paper called a Federal Reserve note and take it into them and exchange it for it. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is such, I'm, I, feel, I feel like I'm ripping these people off every time I do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how in the world when you're taking real gold and exchanging it for Federal Reserve notes. That's their problem, not mine. I just do it, okay? Mm-hmm. But I don't feel good about it. I feel like, wow, it's like um, I'm, I'm going to give you something that's worthless for something really valuable. I mean, I just that's their that's their contract. But for a while, I, who knows how long that's going to be able to last as as the Federal Reserve notes even gets further and further eroded, and it's and/or electronic currencies, you know. It's just a matter of time before they phase out the Federal Reserve note, physical dollar, in in place of digital currencies. Just a matter of time. It's all written, you know, in the stars. They're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, wow. And I keep asking people, people that I, I I talk with about this, Renee. Well, we really we really like these digital currency concepts. We're doing almost everything through debit cards anyway. We're doing all this through my cell phone. I've seen people, these new millennials, say, "Wow, look at this! My app. I can just click on a on a kiosk, you know, at the uh, at the shoe store, and it's all paid." I looked at them and said, "Well, that's a nice convenience, but what happens when the grid goes down? What happens if there's an electrical short? What happens when you you're blacked out?" Mm -hmm. And look at me like, "That'll never happen." Oh, but it will. It, it can. Mm-hmm. You better have a system in place. Well, again, money is nothing more or less than an honest measurement of goods and services, of people's labor. That's all it really is. Have it be honest. Have it be fair. Have it be just. That's. What I'm—that's what I'm—I'm I'm really excited about with the gold network. You're—you're you're paying people always, and and it's inflation-proof. I call it IP IPM, inflation-proof money. And IPM, you'd like to, you know, <laughs> thats exactly what it is. If you have—if you have all of, if you have tens of thousands of of IPM, you're you're. You have your, your store of wealth. Don't worry about return on investment. because That's all interest. It's all paper. You have to have a store of value, you see, with that or it's not money. Stocks and bonds, key bills, all of these things are nothing but paper promises. They are flat out IOUs. They're not real money. They're they can be form of currency. When I write you a check for goods and services, that check is not money, it's an IOU. Mm-hmm. The promise to pay out of my account is in a bank. You see.
0: Hmm. So, with like what my son is into with the digital currency, the coinbase that he texts me, and within 30 seconds, I have to give him the code to access. I don't know if you've connected with him yet, but what you know, I know this is the big thing the younger generation is into, which is is a waste. I know. I know I don't feel good about it at all. I've been advising him not to be involved at, you know, from the very beginning. Um, he could take, like say he made twenty thousand dollars, Through the digital currency while it's in effect right now, and he could take that and through me purchase the physical, tangible gold pieces. Correct?
1: That's absolutely right. You just tell me uh, it could be shipped anywhere to their to their doorstep by insured Federal Express or UPS, as the case may be. It's insured. It'll come right to their doorstep, and you have the physical gold back units. Yes.
0: Important. That's really important to have a tangible, uh, coin, you know, in possession for sure. Um, that's amazing because then when all this happens, there's going to be a lot of others that are, you know, in the know and waking up to all this. That will be exchanging, you know, once that happens and we have no longer mm-hmm. currency, um, we'll be able to continue. Functioning as the world is today with these pieces of of Yaz, our creators' heavy metals, so um, it sounds very promising.
1: Well, the neat thing is, you look at these because of the technology. It's probably the most uh, uh, most difficult thing to counterfeit there is. I mean, um, some some enterprising people in China. Have counterfeited very well the gold and silver coinage. I mean, they've even been able to fool coin dealers with these things. Uh, they look the the United States silver eagles. They look good. They they feel right. They you know they have all of it, but it's counterfeit. It has uh, titanium, some kind of worthless base inside of it. And same with the gold. So. Those have been easy to to do, but these Goldbacks, it's impossible to do it without a multi-million dollar special machine that's patented because of how they do it. Each one is, each one of these notes has an individual serial number and a code structure. It's all there on the website, goldback.com. You know, it's possible to counterfeit this, but, I mean, it's going to be a big, big job to do it. Big, big job. And then you come back to well, if you, the only way they would counterfeit is put less gold in a fifty if they were to do this, mm-hmm. and then you just have to have the the weights and measure which can easily show if it's real or not. Okay, so I don't think anybody will go to the great lengths needed to counterfeit these. There's no need for it.
0: And you're able to do that test for us before we. Send it to whoever purchases through us.
1: Of course, well, of course, I get the, I get them right from the gold back themselves from the from their vault, mm-hmm. and so they're brand spanking shiny new. I mean, they are shiny; and they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah, you can have there's little uh, instruments that jewelers use to measure the quality of the gold, you know, of a ring or whatever they come to appraise. And i've used those on these and yeah they they are high quality 24 karat gold in every single one of them Excellent. just a matter of how much is in each one of them you see what's the weight of them one one thousandth is the lowest and one twentieth is the is the most in the in a 50. so that's worth of almost 200 us dollars you know 200 federal reserve notes the 50. Yeah.
0: That's powerful because, I mean, I know that you, of all people, um, you know, as far as the testing and the frequency and everything, that's for sure your expertise uh, as well as many other things. Um, So, again, we would just have them, you know, whatever they're able to invest into, and then you would check the quality that you're getting from Goldback, and then that's what we provide to their doorstep.
1: Yeah. In fact, Goldback actually ships directly. I don't even touch it. Yeah, I just go in and do the order. I pay them in the, in, the, in the currency, and I give them the address, and I insure it, and it's right to your doorstep.
0: Mm. So what would be the minimal people could invest in this? And, of course, maximum could be so much more, but what's the minimal that somebody could have? Because I know we have a lot of listeners, including myself, that doesn't have extra cash laying around. So what, what's the minimum someone could start investing in gold?
1: That's a beautiful thing, as little as one if you if you want to own gold, you can get one for under four dollars
0: wow.
1: I mean you start somewhere mm-hmm. you know that's that's the whole point. people need to to get a handle on this you know what I, you know what I do for when I show this to people and I pick it around and i I like I was at a at a big car dealership here, and i the people that came out says here i gave'em I gave them each one. Gold back as a gift. I said, This is, you know, what's $4? It's a, And they looked at it in like it was, my goodness. And these are people in Utah that hadn't even heard of this stuff yet. It, it, it's amazing. I have not found one person in my going around the different stores and shops and have you heard about Gold back? Well, no, what's that? They really don't know about it. I've it's, it's, it's got a lot, lot of work to do. Mm. There's a fellow named Jim Ricard who I've known. He's been doing gold and silver newsletters for, for, for many, many years. He's come on board with Goldback in a big way. Jim Ricard and his website, he's, he's pushing Goldback like nobody I've ever seen. He's really highly recommending him. And many others have, too, like JP Bullion, even Ampex, American Precious Metals Exchange. You can get those from them if you wish to do that, but you'll be paying a premium. Uh, I think last time I saw the one bullion place, it was like $6 uh, with an average exchange rate spread of like 3 right? So you're paying a premium for it. to, to those people... It's kind of a novelty still. It's it's a way to get gold, and and you pay a little bit more premium for what it is. But then, you know that's what they're kind of doing in these in these online coin shops. One fellow is even selling gold back through eBay, and he's 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 having the bids have gone as high as as twenty U.S. dollars for one gold back, and he's selling a lot of them. That's what's crazy about it. It's whatever people are willing to pay in the open market. So, you know, from, from my network through you, it's at the exchange rate. I'm not I'm not going to charge anybody extra for the privilege of owning these beautiful things. No. <laughs> sure. You know what? i got to tell you this, and then we've got to run out of time, I'm sure. But I, I did a I did a one um, exchange for a currency with uh, one friend of mine, and, and it's funny. He's like, my wife doesn't want to spend these. She doesn't want to use them. I'm just like, oh, you're missing the purpose. You really want to circulate these. You want to use them. You don't want to, because they're so beautiful, you don't want to just hoard them. But people seem to want to hoard them because they're so beautiful and so unique. They are artworks. Hmm. But man, use them. You know, there's a currency It
0: well, I take know, time to fact- have
1: it, you know. Go ahead. The-
0: the fact that we still have money, per se, <laughs> wouldn't we? Wouldn't we store these until they take the cash system away?
1: Well, yes and no. That's a, that's that's right. It's good to have a, again. A money is a store of wealth, mm-hmm. and what is wealth? Wealth is what you do. What you? What you, it's a reward for your labor, for your, for your sweat and tears, and in some case, blood. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what wealth is defined as. Paper fiat currency is not a storehouse of wealth. It's just a, a means to exchange between for goods and services, but it doesn't have a basic storehouse of that. So what these goldbacks do is lock in that storehouse of wealth. So if, if you do want to just hold on to them as a storehouse, that's fine, because when, it, when the thing hits the fan, it's going to be king of barter. It it was as well because it's so, it's so fungible, so uniform, and so uh, so very difficult to counterfeit. It's going to be the king of order.
0: Yeah, and will we have access once that does happen? Do you have access to the ones that are currently using that as exchange?
1: Well, that's how it's expanding. We want people and and like let's say that you have uh, a network to wherever you are at uh, people. That you know and trust, maybe five hundred, a thousand people, and they they have farms or they raise livestock, organic, or whatever. Get them to understand, you know, that the only fair exchange for their dozen eggs that they harvest every day is gold. Get them to understand and do networking, exchange eggs or um, um, or steaks or what have you, or vegetarian cuisine so i'm focusing on restaurants of uh, farmers markets those types of things as the means of bartering mm-hmm. you can't eat the gold right, right. But you need <laughs> to be able to, to exchange the things you can eat
0: mm-hmm. Well, that's amazing information. And, like I said, it's just preparation, people, for you know for what's happening, what's gonna happen. I mean, we all know the world is not the same, and it's never gonna be the same. Uh, if you're not aware, go back to our past shows <laughs> that we've been doing for like five years coming up in May, um, to know where we're headed in these end times. and most importantly, go to the one and one and only truth, which are the scriptures. Uh, our only inspiration by our creator. Uh, it's really it's really something that we have no choice in today's world to get deep into breaking it down to the original language, the pictograph language and and really coming into Ph.D. level of where we're at today and come out of Christianity, which I call kindergarten level. Um, been there, done that. I mean, everybody started there. A lot of people, um, but it's kindergarten, and we've got to get up to PhD level. But thank you so much for your time. We are out of uh, out of time, so I'm going to do the closing now. You have a wonderful day, sir, and thank you so much for your wisdom.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: God bless. Absol- yeah, bless. Yeah, yeah, bless you. You're listening to Vaccine Information Coalitions, and our shows can be accessed later if you're not able to listen live. You can download, share. Um, and and even uh, you know listen to again over and over and over again at whatinthesell.podbean.com or later on the front page of our vacinfo.org website right underneath the little boy flexing his muscles and PRN has created this Podbean page so once I send the the description to them they upload it to the Podbean page and that's always accessible. Um, We also have three podcasts that one of our listeners, um, Grown Folk Talk Podcast, Grown Folk Talk Podcast, and you can get that information off the front page of our vacinfo.org website. And for the ones that Uh, need the direct call-in number is 520-525-8633. And we have three shows, three podcasts of people that are very much supportive of what we do. um, And they're very connected to me. We have three shows, different times of the week. Um, We have Sundays at three o'clock, Truth in Love with Issa. We have on Thursdays at 5 p.m. my baby sister, she's my cousin, uh, what, what the cell is going on. And then we also have Angie, who is an Advanced Master Herbalist, who I'm up here with now in South Carolina, that she'll be starting to show the uh, second Tuesday of March at 1 p.m. So we're given different times throughout the day where you can participate on like a Zoom but uh, we don't usually show the pictures. It's usually just the audio. But you can even call in that number five two zero five two five eight six three three. I try to participate. I can't always, but all these people are connected with me. Um, they have their own shows, their own subjects and everything. So but it's something that you can join and and stay in the know with people that are in the know because we're we're not uh, we're not dumbed down sheeple here. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying, as far as our closing, we're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Our contact number is 954-347-9671. We thank Progressive Radio Network for allowing us to give you this uncompromised truth. And ya bless.